choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And if you don't know what we do, uh, we have to go through this whole thing again. We talk about movies, music, not really music, but movies, TV. We break it down, we have fun with it, and we give everything away. So, spoiler spoiler alert. alert. Awesome, yeah, it is a spoiler alert. So, I mean, honestly, it... You should just be used to this by now. If you haven't listened to us, that's the only reason why we give you the alert. But anyway, what Chuck and I want to talk about today is Mortal Kombat. The not new, from 1995. Not the 95. Was it 95? That was, was earlier than that. 95 was the first, 97 right. was the second, and then oh. 98 was the TV show. Oh, man. I remember 97 like it was, yeah, 97. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I, Annihilation just doesn't... Mortal Kombat Annihilation just it doesn't exist in my mind. So you said you rewatched the first one. The first one. So um Reptile was in the first one, right? Or is that only in the second one? He's in the first one. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, and he was like a cartoon. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, he's a cartoon and then he gets sucked into this stone thing and turns into the same kind of character as Scorpion. Yeah, but and, green. But green, right. Jeez. Yeah. I psh, whatever. Anyway. Um, we want to talk about this new one, and uh, this one just came out this year, and you can see it in the theaters, you can get it on HBO Max. Um, Chuck and I had the pleasure of going to see it in the theater. Uh, that was an interesting situation. I sat on my junior mints. It was the one box, like the one thing I shouldn't have had in the back pocket as I was like squeezing into my seat. And sure enough, like of all the things I had, it was the junior mints that I sat on, and it ruined the entire box. Like, once you crush Junior Mints, there's no redeeming them. I had to come home and eat them with a spoon. You still ate them? Yeah. That's awful. I, 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 I set them for half a second, but I had to sit there with the spoon and scoop them out. It was just a pile of, of chocolatey, minty goo. That's awful. Anyway, so, um, yes, we had the experience of going in there. Um, there were some parts, I, I think it was great seeing in the theater, except for the fact that there were like these nine, ten-year-old kids next to us. And I'm like, first of all, you don't, sh- like, shouldn't even appreciate Mortal Kombat the way that we would because it's from our childhood, but I guess they have the new games. But I'm just wondering, what parents are letting their kids play the new Mortal Kombat games and going to see this rated R movie that was clearly rated R for this, like, uh, vi- uh, I'll say gore? Well, and and language. Language, primarily, because if you, even if you had, I mean, a few swears with just one of the major words, yeah. with the violence, it, so it still could have been PG-13. Or they could have the been violence, rated R. No, there was a lot of blood right off of the bat yeah. in the first scene. So you could just still make it rated R, but having the amount of F-bombs that were in this movie was... Uh, Unnecessary. And I know that Kano, it fits his character. Exactly. But if he did it, okay. Doing it, I mean, he, there's this one scene where he does it probably, thir- I don't know, eight times in like a minute and a half. Is that the dinner scene? Might have been. It might have been. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he finally gets his little <laughs> meow. <laughs> yeah. So, either way, I mean, I, overall, I thought it was, um, 
it was better than I expected. You know, you guys were really pumped about going to see it. I was kind of like, I'd watch it. You know, I, I wouldn't have gone out and spent the money and to go out to a premiere to go see it. Um, I enjoyed the games when I was younger and, you know, watched the movie a few times and, you know, the other one. Uh, but I was like, okay, let's just go see. And I, but I think the way that the night panned out, we had dinner, we went out and saw that. It was like, oh, it's just a good time. Yeah. So I, it was just for us to go out there and not look in depth into anything. That The thing about this movie is there's nothing profound there's nothing to really think about about this movie. It's just pretty straightforward. Well, it's it's to the... I mean, they added some new nuances that weren't in the original. Right. They gave some more backstory about mm-hmm. where some characters came from. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot more they backstory. They created a new character. They created a new character. Um, the main character. Which I thought was a cool idea. Yep, I like it. Um, but at the same time... They, it, it was, it was the way you guys viewed um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a straight up action movie, mm-hmm. um, but it redeems the original. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like it brings it, I, I've watched it two or three times, um, including the time at the theater, HBO Max, but I, I loved it. The fight scenes were great. The one thing that I wish they had done is made is that like the original actually tapped into the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. I wish they had done that with this one. Aside mm. from that, I loved it. Well, they did in a sense, but it wasn't like this traditional. Here's a tournament. We all stand around like two men enter, one man leave type thing. It was right. it was broken up in a different way, and I kind of liked it. So I mean, we'll we'll, we'll kind of get to the tournament in a little bit. I I think. The way that they did it was different because they even said in here they don't want a tournament. They were trying to fight before a tournament even happened. Right. You know, the the bad guys there, the whatever from the outworld. So um, let's just kind of get into the story here and what they were doing. So, I mean, it pretty much starts off with this dude and his family. They're taking care of their home out in the woods. And you notice that he's got a dragon marking on his arm, you know, like this perfect little like scar of the Mortal Kombat dragon. Okay. Pretty cool. Makes sense. This guy's got a marking. That's some significance there. I thought um, it was a brand. Like it, he was branded with something. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. Definitely like it was does. burnt into his skin. Obviously it wasn't. Right, right. Um, but well, it could have been. could have been first, and then it just kind of went from there. Well, when you find out that this that this is actually, with him, it's actually more significant than everybody else. Right. Um, but then you realize that it's not. But the way it looks on everybody looks like it's a like a branding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool uh, looking brand, though. <laughs> so would be a cool tattoo. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure tons of people have it, but to get one that looks like scarred like that would be pretty cool. So it's not like just so obvious, like out in the open tattoo. Right. You know, like it, I wouldn't get like a Superman tattoo on my arm or anything like that. I mean, anybody who would do that would be crazy. I would just get, you know, I don't know, something cool like Van Halen. <laughs> so he has a Van Halen tattoo and I have a Superman tattoo. Hey, I got a flux capacitor tattoo. I'm pretty happy with that one. But anyway. <laughs> so um he also has Wonder Woman in the small of his back too. You weren't supposed to tell him about that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all right. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I don't know why you got a, a tattoo of Rebel Wilson on the back of your knee, but okay. Why not? I don't. I just thought it was strange. I'm like Rebel Wilson of all people. Like why? Why not? I, why? Yeah, good point. All right, touche. You win this round. Oh. I have a thigh fighter on the back of my thigh, <laughs> a too. A thigh fighter? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> All right. Let's actually get into the movie. <laughs> so, dude's there with his family out in the woods. He's taking care of stuff. They're gardening and whatnot. I like how they tied this whole thing in with the gardening. How awesome was that? It was just... It, it, I thought it was pretty cool. So... Well, with the whole where his weapon comes from. Well, yeah, it was it was great. They actually had like uh, an origin for this weapon that he's got. This it's a farmer's like, tool. It's like how awesome is that? Well, a lot of martial arts, the nunchucks, the size, mm-hmm. they all came from farming tools, right? And if you watch the original, <laughs> I watched it. You can see his hand like split oh, open. Yeah, I remember that it was and disgusting. This, like, dragon head comes out. I remember. And he's like, get over here. Yeah. It was so goofy. It was so goofy in that one. I remember just that bad CG, the bad mid '90s CG. Like, didn't T2 come out years before that? They couldn't get ILM. No, no, they just they did not. They had like the people from Sega Saturn do their graphics. N64. Well, hey, N64. Well, probably would have been better. It might have been, but it would have had that weird glitch where they start going into walls and they're standing there and they have half an eyeball. But anyway. Yeah, I tried playing Banjo-Kazooie recently. I'm like, yeah, that game was <laughs> way too glitchy. Anyway. But this one, yeah, he used rope and an actual, like, a spade. spear, like a, like a spade. Yeah, a garden spade. Um, And he ties it together. But that's after the fact, though, because first he pulls out his sword. Well, yeah. And so, he just desecrates. Oh, yeah, he takes them all out. I mean, these there's, like, house servants or guards or whatever. They're just getting, like taken down and you you don't really see them getting taken out you just kind of hear it and you see blood you see like the swords coming through and this this dude's wife and kids are hiding inside they hide the baby under the floorboards you know and at one point he actually takes the sword and goes through the top of the guy's head and straight down oh yeah oh yeah no yeah when when he starts fighting them that's hard to do right so yeah he's out there he's just attacking people um, and they have this really crazy fight scene. And then we start seeing, um, we got this character, Bihan, who, who's there, um, who's Sub-Zero. I mean, we see it, we're like, oh, that's clearly Sub-Zero. Like, who else would that possibly be? And I love yeah. that he speaks Chinese. Yeah. And, and Hanzo is speaking Japanese. Is Japanese. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool to kind of get the best of both worlds there and, and how it's all connected. Um... Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, be Han Chinese. Hanzo and fam, Japanese. Um, but so he basically takes out the family. He ki- kills and freezes them, and Hanzo comes back. Um, so they have this bloody fight, super bloody fight. Um, and that's when the garden spade comes out and the rope. Okay, that makes sense. They He's have this scorpion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was... I with the colors he was wearing in the beginning, I'm kind of like this dude Scorpion. It was pretty obvious that's what was going on when they were introducing it, and you right. saw how he was dressed, and then you know everything else. And I was wondering if like as the movie went on, if the if the new character was like the new Scorpion, like that's what he was gonna be because he had the black and yellow bracelet. 
but it became something else later on for him. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll 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 take that too. That makes sense. You know, there's only one scorpion and he's from hell. <laughs> so, okay. Right. Um but they have this epic matchup between Bihan and Hanzo here. And it's really awesome. And this just crazy fight between the two of them out in the woods and back and forth here and there. Next thing you know, like, I don't know how Hanzo's still standing. At one point, the spade's, like, in his stomach and then going up and up and up. And I'm like, how is he not down? I don't know. At that point, wouldn't you think, like, the ins would be outs? I don't know. That's what I... They I, weren't. That's, he kept on fighting. <laughs> and then he gets to the point, looks up, and he's like, remember this face. And then seemingly dies. And then Sub-Zero pushes the spade further into him, and he's not dead. He looks up again. Ah! He just, he, he was, and then you do think he dies. Then he you just... do think he's dead. And then Sub-Zero leaves, and he gets up. Here's the baby crying, starts crawling in that direction, and doesn't quite make it, burns up, and phew, that's the end of him. He's a pile of ashes. Okay. And then who shows up? Raiden. Raiden. Which not, the guy who actually played, yeah, not Christopher Lambert. Not Christopher Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> um, this guy was actually pretty cool, the way they portrayed him. I enjoyed it. Um, he did a really good job. They didn't give him long hair in a lot of the shows and the movies in the past. They gave him long hair. Always did, yeah. Um, this one they did not. No, they didn't. He actually necessary. goes in and gets, finds the baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they do the lightning was actually really cool. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. He grabs her, goes out, puts his hand in the air, does the lightning effect, and disappears. Then Mortal Kombat. And then it's Mortal Kombat. Yep. Yeah, really cool. So you, you get the, the idea. The one thing I was missing through all of this, though, is, and I hate to say this, but did you see the new Power Rangers movie? No. That was like five years ago. Not at all. Well, it was an awful, awful movie. Well, the, yeah, after... 20 yeah. years or so. <laughs> but what the cool thing they did is when they actually came into their Megazords or whatever they were called, mm-hmm. they used the original Power... Like, the original, original Power... Oh, that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they used they, the original okay. Power Rangers theme song... Was, which was perfect there. ...for when they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just this one scene... Just one second. ...to use that Mortal Kombat and yeah. just do the scene... I mean, just do the music to the scene and then let the rest of the music be its music for the movie, but just have that part be the original. would have been so cool. Well, so here's what we have to remember. So we think of Mortal Kombat and we go back and we say we played the games, we watched the movie. The, the song was from the original movie. Right. It was not from the games. No. You know, so... But none of the music in this was from either. So the until very, the very, so, very so the end. credits. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's the only time we heard it. And it was like a variation of the old Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, ah, okay, but whatever. This with the opening Mortal Kombat though, like as he's it would have been cool going into the lightning, mm-hmm. hearing the music start, and then as it says Mortal Kombat, just I would have I would have liked to hear just Kombat. the I would have just liked to hear the dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 you know, like then, to go out there, and then been awesome. the mortal with the, yeah. and then have him scream it, and then it cuts to, you know, present day. Right. So that's kind of what we get to. We get to present day. We're in Earth, Earth realm, and we and enter Cole Young. He's basically a cage fighter for money. You know, he's just trying to fight, but he's not the best. Two hundred bucks a fight. Two hundred bucks a fight. I mean, he's not a. Ba- he didn't seem like a bad fighter. It was pretty good, actually. I was pretty impressed. So I'm thinking, like. The way they made this, okay, and you, and you have to understand, this is a, it's it's a, 
what would you call this type of movie? Just a fighting martial arts action. Martial movie. arts action. It's okay. a game. It's a martial arts movie based off a game. Right. So the writing is not going to be great. The only thing about this movie where the writing was great was Kano. One hundred percent. Actually, you know what? I'll compared to the original Mortal Kombat's compared to the Street Fighters that they've done. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme and Street Fighter. <laughs> oh my gosh, awful. Um, but I will say the way they rewrote this and they put, they did a lot of very interesting, cool things. They did. Like with like bringing in a lot, like the flawless victory. I'm not talking about the, like the writing of the script or the writing of like how it's done out. It was more the, the dialogue specifically. I thought it was, I thought it was perfect. Cole's, Cole's dialogue was garbage throughout the movie. It was. It just seemed so unnatural. It seemed like he was reading it word for word. Well, I from think the, the reason that is is because when you see Sonya Blade, mm-hmm. you know and you expect her to be a certain way, and in this movie, she was. She embodied Sonya Blade really well. Right. Jax was embodied very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Liu Kang very mm-hmm. well. Right. So, but you're used to all that. Where this guy. They just threw this guy into the mix of right. all these characters that we've known for 20-something years. But that's not my concern. My concern was the acting seemed unnatural. It seemed like he was reading the script word for word. And it was it was almost like, oh, hi, doggy. Have a nice day. Oh, hi, Mark. Like, that's what it seemed like to me. Like, it was very it just, monotone. It just, it, it was... His like, daughter was a better actor in the movie. Well, when he was, it was how he was talking. He was like, hey, look at that. That's pretty cool. I like that. Like, I was like, oh, my God. I, you're t- He's talking to her like it's not his daughter. Right. Like, it didn't seem natural. And I and that's why I was like, oh, it's one of these movies. And it seemed like every time he said stuff, and he was just like, he's like, I used to be a fighter. Like, it was just, it was all just like, yeah, he Because I would have I <laughs> classified this as an A movie, not a B movie. Mm-hmm. But, I'd say it's an A minus because of the, because of that. I, but I would say he's a <laughs> B actor in an A movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Is how I would look at that. That's a good way to put it. And that's the only thing I'm like, I didn't think he was bad. Like, I thought he looked great. He His fighting was fantastic. Yeah, if you put him in the original Mortal Kombat, he oh, would have stood out. He would have been fantastic. The best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the if thing is, I, I think we're just looking to rip things apart right if now. If you so put him in do. Annihilation, it would have made the movie good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, anyway, he's out there. He's fighting. He's doing his thing. And then we kind of get this idea of, like, what else is going on the outside and where Bihan is from so he's from outworld all right we got earth realm we've got outworld and if you notice every time we see shang sung when he's on outworld his eyes are normal but every time he comes down and wants to intimidate people They're his eyes black. are all blacked out yeah. i'm like okay i checked again when seeing it the second time i'm like okay i thought his eyes were normal but he just kind of kept going back and forth that was like his intimidation technique are, do they cut to outworld before they go back to the fight I don't remember. Well, no, they already had the fight. It's just... Because you see Jax first watching yeah, the fight. Yeah, Jax is there watching the fight and everything. And then it cuts um, to him. Yeah. So, we're... But, yeah, so we kind of... We see in Outworld, we see Bihan talking with Shang Tsung, and he's basically tasked to go out and kill all the Earth's champions. And he's like, go out there, Bihan. He goes, no, I'm now Sub-Zero. Okay. With that <laughs> Chinese... The Chinese accent. I'm not Sub Zero. No, no, sorry, that's Chinese. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, yeah he's, he's Chinese. Chinese. So, um, but we get that, and it's just like, okay, cool. And he's got the blue eyes now, which is cool. So it shows that he's kind of like undead type of whatever he is. No, no longer just human. 
Um, okay, we get that. I would have loved um, to hear, everybody freeze. freeze. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so we go back to Cole after his fight. He's cleaning up and stuff like that, getting, you know, whatever. And he has this, like, weird flashback type uh, vision of, in the mirror, uh, in the mirror of Hanzo, you know, in hell, just like sitting there, and he's just like, ah, oh. you know, you see his face, and you're like, whoa, like that's not something you want to see in the mirror. <laughs> uh, but hey, maybe he got hit in the head a few too many times, and you know, he's Rocky fiving it at this point. So, right. um, he freaks out a little bit, and he sees his daughter over there, and he's like, hey, that's pretty cool. Did you make that? Uh, like, <laughs> whatever. And she's like, it's a strength bracelet. Now we have one that matches. Oh, okay, cool. And we know that we obviously understand that it's going to be some type of significance one way or another. I was basically looking at it and saying, oh, yellow and black. Hmm, I wonder what that means, you know. Well, understanding his, at least there was a connection The there. wraps on his hand were yellow. True. It's it's the color that he seems to be going with. It's right. matching. It's coming down from his bloodline, passed down. We get it. Okay, See, cool. at first I was thinking, okay, so Hanzo died. Mm-hmm. Well, Burns up and goes to hell. So I'm thinking, now that we're in present day, this guy was... I'm thinking he's going to become Scorpion. That's Yeah, exactly. That's my, what I was saying they earlier. They lead you to believe that he's going to become... Which I thought would have been cool. Right. But the way they did it was actually pretty cool, too. Yeah, I, I like the way they did it because the fact that he came out... <laughs> and he was like fighting like undead fighting was so much cooler spoiler alert <laughs> uh whatever you you should have seen this by now so the guy only go. knows three english words <laughs> yeah i know and, he, and it's and his, his voice sounds totally different when he says them <laughs> we'll get there though yeah but anyway so he's over there jack shows up and he's like hey pretty good fight blah 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 oh i heard you got a pretty cool dragon tattoo oh let me see it oh that's awesome yeah his okay i was like he was born with it. Oh, really? Is that so? And that and that's like the end of the conversation. All right, see you later. <laughs> so they're over there getting some burgers at Oliver's, you know, and it starts snowing in July. Hmm. Well, wonder what that could mean. Well, it looks like Sub-Zero's on his way over there. So the snow's coming down, and then it just starts going up. Really cool scene. Like, we've never well, seen see him just him walking around like snowing. raising his hands. Right. And everything's going back up, but the snow is now collecting together into shards of ice, which he slams down on everybody who's not underneath some kind of... Awning. Yeah. What's and, cool, too, is when you see Sub-Zero entering and leaving the scene, it's like mist, and he just goes with it. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't just appear there. You see this mist come in, and he comes out of the mist. And then right. The mist leaves, and you see... Whoo, he just vanishes with the mist. Well, it seemed like everybody was was transporting themselves through black black smoke. Aside from him. Yeah, yeah. He had his own thing going on. Well, everybody else was transporting through the black smoke because of... Shang Tsung. Yeah. Yeah. So, we get there. Uh, Jax pulls up, you know, basically, come with me if you want to live. Hop in the... Hop, get in the chopper. Uh, get in the truck. Um, gets in there, and he's like, yeah, that's not a birthmark. You've been chosen to fight, and they're coming for you. Oh, cool. You realize Jack has a mark. T- Jax has a mark, too. Um, they get into their fight. They run off one way. He's like, take my truck. Get your family out of here. Go find Sonya Blade. All right. Jax goes and fights Sub-Zero in an old building and gets wrecked. Wrecked. And I love it, too, because 
they start fighting. He's like, six Tor's mother. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just gets it handed to him. Oh, oh yeah. Well. Well, <laughs> he, gets, he gets them handed off, off him. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, because he gets, because I mean, Sub-Zero just desecrates him. Oh. And then uses his freezing ability to freeze his arms and then just rips his arms off. Oh, yeah. But then he just pushes him off this 50-foot ledge. He bounces off another metal ledge. Yeah. He, he bounces. Like, you see him hit the corner of this hole in the, in the floor and hit, hit the rebar and then just go straight down. And it's a... You would have died. I, I thought he was dead. But I'm like, we know he comes back. So well, I was like, how's that going to happen? But in... The original one, he dies mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty fast. Yeah, true. Because the dude with the four arms kills him. Which is what kind you of... You say dude with the four arms? You mean Goro? Yeah. Oh, come on, how do you not know Goro? Just... Prince Goro. Well... I mean, you know, the incredible In the Goro. original, <laughs> that's what made Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and Sonya Blade actually want to go and... Right. When? Because they were actually getting revenge for, for Jax's Jax. death. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have the big metal arms, though, in the original. No, he got them later. In Annihilation? Yes. They bring him back. Yes. <laughs> I forgot yes. about that. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Annihilation, to me, is like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin for Will. It doesn't exist in my mind. Oh, man. Oh, I had a really cool dream about movies being changed by like a recut. I, I just, I think the Snyder cut just really just changed my my look on movies. I'm like, oh, how can we make this better? So I had a dream recently about one of the movies that were really bad. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it being like really, really good. And I'm like, see, you can make a good something good out of this <laughs> if you just use the deleted scenes. Um, anyway, so we got that. He goes off. Shatters arms down a hole. Well, before he does this, he also, to, so we don't, he actually tells, um, what's the main character's name? Cole. Cole. To go to Sonia's. To go to Sonia's. I said that. Oh, did you? Yes, I, I missed did. that. And he gives oh, him the yes. address. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did. Did you look at that? <laughs> would, you, would you just look at it? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Let me just look at my notes here. Gonna, so gonna, he goes I'm just to look at him. So he goes. To, you see him pulling the Sonya blades. Yeah. So we get there to Sonya's rich house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was, it was great the way they pulled that off. It was. I love it. Was good. But anyway, so they get to this this basically junkyard and a trailer in the middle of it that she's living in. Nice big trailer, you know. Like okay. Um, it's like Blast from the Past <laughs> trailer. <laughs> Have you seen Blast from the Past? I've seen Blast from the Past. With Holy the... smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Worst line of the movie. The best line of the movie. It, uh, it was the funniest part. Anyway. Um, but they just, she because she just basically had this trailer over this giant bunker. Yep. Yep. Underground, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So they're hanging out. 
talking about what's going on, what the, the lore is, the history behind it. And she starts talking about, and this is called Mortal Kombat. And he starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, wait, did you just make that last part up? I'm like, it, it, it even spelled, like Mortal Kombat's even spelled right, <laughs> which is how he's been the joke. It's like, why is it spelled with a K? Yeah, but it was also with the K and half letters were backwards. Yes, they were as well. So they try to make it look like, oh, well, that's why. Okay, it means combat. Uh, all right. And then we're introduced to the funniest and I think best written character in this entire film, Kano. He was he's tied up. He's I watched the, up. I watched the original just so I could get an understanding of like Kano. Totally different. The same kind of attitude. Yeah. I mean, he's still that like you know, arrogant, pig-headed, mm-hmm. big brute of a guy. Um in the original though, he had that God the pl- awful the like plate. half his face was plate with right, this like right. red it was awful it didn't shoot a laser like he does in this one yeah but what was his power it he was didn't no have powers one. yeah he was just cyborgy yeah yeah he was just yeah but his power was I don't know he was just he was Australian just, <laughs> he wasn't in the original yeah and this he was Australian wasn't he, he Australian in the original no well, oh he wasn't no. I could have sworn he was. No. Oh, whatever. In this one, though, he was. And it was he epic. Pl- he played the role perfect. Oh, yeah. He I was never, a good, about he was never a, on the good side, though, in the never, original. Never was. I love how they you see the transition in this one. It was though. simple, though. He doesn't really care about anybody. He just cares about himself. And so there was no transition. It was more just like, oh, good point. All right, yeah. Why do I, I mean, have to follow When I say transition, he went from good to... He's right. seemingly on the good side and then joins the bad side yeah he didn't really have any other he didn't have a bad side to to look at at that point he was just True. kind of following along with whoever was near him and he was expecting three million dollars it's like benicio so. Toro's del toro's character on star wars oh yeah she smelt good good conductor all right so anyway we see him there um and then you find out why he's there. So basically, she was mad. He went off and slit another champion's throat and got the marking. <laughs> and he's all tied up, and chained up. So he's chained up, and that's where you kind of understand what's happening. She's mad because he got the marking because he took some one of the guys that she was tracking out, and she knows that he's like a jerk. So she's got him chained up because she's mad and whatever. But then she's like, what about your marking? And she goes, I don't have one. And you hear Kano go, wah, wah, in the back. <laughs> now, what I was just, I was sharing earlier, it's it's funny to me because I didn't realize the way that they do it, it's it's so hidden in the back Yeah. that when we were in the theater, it came from the back behind us. I really thought it was somebody in the theater who just had perfect timing going, wah, wah, at it. But f- hearing it again here at home, and I watched it, I was like, wait. Was that is that guy here? Oh, oh, it was Kano. It just made it made it that much funnier. So I'm glad that I got the best of both worlds. One, because I mean, you, you, me, and Luke, we were laughing our butts off when we heard it in the movies. Right. So I, I just thought it was experience because like, oh, you don't get this anywhere but the theater. But to see it come home with me, I was like, yes. So it was perfect. Um. Anyway, that's might they not be funny to some people. They could have done an entire movie just around him. Oh, and I know. Would have been perfect. Oh, I would have loved it. Um, I mean, uh, the language was not necessary, but his attitude was perfect. The language was so. over the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but but other than that, I would recommend this movie to anybody over the age of 18. I would recommend this movie 
between the age of 18 and 40. <laughs> Anybody older than that? Maybe not so much. <laughs> I mean, younger than that wouldn't get half of it. Yeah. Because even the new games don't even touch along. Because they, they, they kept to it, too. The one thing they kept to was the main theme of after 10 years or 10 fights, mm-hmm. then they can take over the realm. Mm-hmm. And they've already won nine. Right. The original was the same thing. Right. So they kept true to that, which I liked. Yeah. I was I was happy they kept to that, and there was still the one left. In this one, though, um, Cole is the main character. In the original, it was more Liu Kang. Right. Liu Kang was the original. Right. Or the main character. Yeah, I like that they switched it up because we already knew Liu Kang. It was it was some guy being introduced to the to the stuff that we knew, and I think that's what made this a movie that needed to not needed to be made but could be made. Because if they just went ahead and remade the original, we would have been like, eh. you know. But the fact that they made a new story and these characters were here, right? And then some of the supporting characters were you know coming along with this new character. That I'm like, okay, I'll take that. When I saw the trailer for it, I'm like, okay, I, I like that they're coming. I think from a new perspective. I think if they snuck, even if they snuck Christopher Lambert in as a cameo, I would have loved that. That would have been cool. I would have loved it if he was like, you know, the the janitor at the gym or something. Or if he was just one of the like like a monk at Raiden's temple. Yeah, would have been cool. Have you seen what he looks like now? You wouldn't even recognize him. Is he that bad, Christopher Lambert? Yeah, Uh, like he's got like his eyebrows are painted on. He's not immortal though. Not at all. Not even close. Not at all. Nope, nope. I mean, but you, like you said, once he became the one, he was mortal at that point. So, right. Yeah. Well, he could have been like a monk wearing the thing. You could just he could have just said something, and just hearing his voice would have given him away. Oh yeah, because he has a distinct voice. Very distinct. So very distinct. So they're over there. They're having their back and forth conversation, and you realize that he's just got the like his his humor, his sarcasm is amazing. Like Love it. it just. I would, like you said, I would watch so much more of Kano just because of his his attitude in this. It was it was great, but um, Reptile shows up. It's we're in at this point. We're getting very Predator. Like what's going on? Well, he's always been um, Reptile's always been able to chameleonize. Well, that or disappear completely. Right. Um. So you, he so he shows up, but you don't know like. And the way they did this was really cool because you saw like an outline of reptile here and there. Few, yeah, now and again. It was just an outline mm-hmm. um, until <laughs> until they stab a flare in him. Sonya, Bl- <laughs> well, no, Sonya Blade is throwing knives oh, yeah. at it, at it and stat and it's hitting him, and then she throws the biggest one and it <laughs> right into Kano's right into leg. Kano's leg, and you just hear him he's swearing. So they so finally they unlock him. And Kano well, is... Well, no, he unlocks himself because the um, he's got... Reptile's got, like, acid spit. Oh, that's right. right. He it was dripping. So, he yeah, undi- so he went over there and, and got himself out. <laughs> that, was so, like, that was like Alien versus Predator. Oh, yeah. It was like the alien with the Predator spit. Yep. I, mean, I mean, the Predator with the alien spit. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he grabs the knife, and he gets this flare, and he cuts it, and he... Turns it on. And he, he stabs it through him. Stabs it through the knife <laughs> into the head of reptile, and all you see his back. is yeah, it's his head. It was behind, yeah, okay. Well, his neck, the yeah. back, mm-hmm. and you see just this flare, <laughs> right a knife just running around because reptile still hasn't 
fully yeah, appeared yet. Right. But when he does fully appear, like that's not what I expected him to look like. Okay. I, I thought they did a good job with it. He, he looked. He looked. He kind of reminded me of um, like the lizard from Spider Man, a bit, where he's like upright, you know, and and had that shape, face, and everything. Yeah, I was thinking more like a uh, like a very small version of Godzilla. Okay. With no spikes on its back. Yeah, yeah. That's I what it looked that. like to me. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that they didn't turn him into a human ninja like they did yeah, in the original. No, I like that they kept him just kept reptile. Him the same. <laughs> but the weird thing is, they never they never showed him anywhere else. So I'm like, did Shang Tsung send him, or was he just kind of like rogue, just kind of like happened to be running around attacking people? No, there you was... see Shang Tsung sent him. When? When did he say reptile go out? Um, when they were at. Is it Goro's temple? No, they weren't there yet. Yeah. Were they? He sends him out. Oh, I missed that part. Um, Earlier, he sends him. It was a quick scene. They send him. He sends him out. uh, And then Sonya Blade and Cole aren't fighting him anymore. No. You see Kano (laughs) run his hand. So so first of all, she, she jumps up like, so Cole throws a knife. She runs and intercepts the knife and then throws it. Uh, throws so she's, it into, oh, that's right. She's diving through the air yeah. and catches it. Yeah, flips upside down, catches it, throws it into his into the chest. A reptile. A reptile. And then Kano pulls the knife out and punches through the knife hole. And rips his heart out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just screams in his face and he goes, Kano wins! <laughs> And, and he's like, squeezing it, and you see what he's like. Isn't it a beauty? <laughs> he goes, ah, you beauty. <laughs> and I remember, like, I remember Luke saying, and even though Luke's not here, Luke was going to do this with us, and it's it's so sad that he couldn't join us for this because this was he was the one who was gung ho about this movie. Oh yeah, said no matter what, we had to see it in theater, even though we got a projection screen here. He's like, no, I have to see it in a theater, and I'm like. It was okay, worth it. Okay. It was so <sighs> worth it. Oh yeah, totally worth it. I just wish I didn't sit on my junior men's. But anyway, but he was just waiting. He's like, I, he's like, he has to say crikey. He has to say crikey, and he didn't. He, and he goes, ah, you beauty. And he's like, I'll take that. I'll take that. He's like, he's, he just called him a beauty. He's like, you little beauty. Anyway. Oh, it was great. We get to the whole point here is that we're, we realize that Kano knows how to get into Raiden's temple. Or how to get to well, that's because that's because he's now up in her kitchen. Yeah, he's hanging out in the kitchen drinking beer. And, and they like, come in. He, she's like, "Make yourself at home." He's like, "Yep, I will." And yep. by the way, your beer is awful, and, and you're, you're running gone. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's hanging out, and basically, you find out that he knows how to get to Raiden's temple. Um, so she sits there and argues with him. Go do this. He's like, "No, no, no water. Whatever. I'm not going to help you out." He runs out. She's like, everybody's got a price. What's your price? And he goes, ah, oh, you don't got anything. She goes, two million. He's just like, yeah, two million. Okay. He's uh, like, you don't, you, don't, you don't have two million. It's like, you live, you live in this, you know, what, what you're living in. The tra- this dump, this trailer. This dump. You're living in this dump. We're trying to be censored here. She's <laughs> like, I've been living here all my life. He's like, he's like, you shut your mouth. I've been living here my whole life. Two million dollars. It goes, three million Final three, offer. Three million file offer, and it'll make it make it easy. They go through this whole back and forth, and then she, she uh, he starts walking off. He goes, "I was gonna go there anyway, ha ha ha, whatever." So they walk off, and he's like, "You really gonna give him three million? She goes, Are "You kidding me? I live in this dump." <laughs> <laughs> it, it 
it was perfectly executed because you're like, wow, she's probably got some money. No, no, she doesn't have any money. <laughs> okay. She just needed to get there, and she will She knows she can take him down, and she has. She already, she fights him later on. and Well, in about late, not, not for, yeah, 30 pretty, seconds. Yeah. yeah. So they're up there in the plane. They're, um, they're, ever used a parachute before? No, I've never done this. He goes, okay, here's the one thing. Just make sure when you're going down, you have to pull this. And he goes, okay, Kano just shoves him out. It's like, are you kidding me? So I'm like, hey, at least he knew the one thing he needs to pull. But for some reason, he he lands fine. Like, they go out, and he's, like, flying like he's, you know, whatever. Done it before. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. Anyway. The part was, I, I watched a couple of times, I couldn't hear him. Does he say he's 28 clicks or 28 days? And he's like, 30. 32. Ah, oh, 35. And then he flips it upside down, and he's like, oh, whatever. Because <laughs> it's really 53. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but was it days or clicks i i don't remember probably clicks because i couldn't hear it even in the theater or at home yeah i, was I like, didn't notice but but he flips on he's like oh whatever because <laughs> he knows also he made a mistake he's further away than he thinks he's like if we say 35 then we'll be okay either way right <laughs> So they so they take a break. Um, he needs to take a break for a second. Like, oh, you know, just give me the GPS. They fight back and forth. They argue. Basically, it, they have a they have their little mini fight here. Sonya versus Kano, and she she gets him down pretty good. She gets him down. She gets a knife up against his throat. She's ready to take him out. He goes, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, because the whole thing is we all recognize, and and Kano's like digging in that he's she's jealous that he has the marking. Right. Right. So. But it still comes down to the, the whole thing. Is like, if he's such a, you know, everything else, I'm surprised that she didn't just take it from him, but that she's not a killer. So well, I guess that makes sense. In the original, she does beat him in the fight. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that they left out of this was uh, Shang Tsung. Mm -hmm. The guy who played him in the original was actually <laughs> Your a... Your soul is mine. <laughs> he doesn't say that at all in this movie. I know, I know. There's nothing about that. Like, the whole soul-sucking thing, like, came out of nowhere. We're like, oh, he's sucking souls again. Oh. He does that in this one too. Cool. <laughs> Did he do it in this one? Yeah, Kung Lao. That one time. That's it. But you're other than that. I know. Because because yeah. mm -hmm. when she beats Kano in the tournament in the original, mm -hmm. he's still alive, and he goes, "Your soul is mine." And right. then you just see him like, and you see that '90s <laughs> weird. <laughs> bad cg smoke thing happening yeah like over it yeah and it would have been cool to have more of that in this one because mm -hmm. that was his power it, it was his thing but they didn't really get into much of him and i think they're going to start doing they're going to do more of that in the second movie this was just to kind of give us the characters and see how it starts off so I'll, I'll, yeah i'll take it but they have their little fight sonya wins they laugh, they get off. I mean, they don't laugh, but, you know, I laugh. <laughs> we all laugh. We all laugh. Um, and Luke Kang shows up with the fireball, you know, so that's pretty cool. He's got a fireball. I thought Luke Kang, the guy who played him, was perfect. He was great. He I was great. I, I mean, it. I would have loved to see, they probably could have got, what's his face back for it, and I doubt he looks much different. What's, the, what's that guy up to now? Did he get rid of the mullet? Oh, who knows? <coughs> he was actually... He did a really good job. He he did a great job in Beverly Hills Ninja. That's true. That's Go Bay. <laughs> Go Bay, no. <laughs> he was great, Liu Kang. But they they used the same kind of guy, short, 
Oh yeah. You know. The guy was like cut though, like yeah. even more than than the original. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like, is that Josiah? <laughs> <laughs> wow, pretty cool. So um, he comes up and basically leads them to the temple. At this point, I'm thinking, I'm like, Kano didn't get them to the temple. Liu Kang did. So even if they're worth three million dollars, he ain't getting it. Right. He's getting them lost. So they go over there. They start walking through the place and. Um, he sees. Oh, was it? They were walking. They were walking through. I didn't. I didn't write it down. I, was, I remember at one point he's like, "Oh, what's? What are you gonna do? Open up a magic? Like do some kind of magic and open up a wall? Oh, it's actually kind of impressive. Actually, <laughs> it's just, the wall opens up and you see Kano go. Oh, well, that was. And I didn't it's cool because it was a door, kind of like in Star Wars. Yeah, but it but it opened up it did um, this. more of a. Yeah, it was like it was like a Star Wars door, but it opened up. Um, it it like, turned into a. The bottom part was a, like bridge, a bridge to walk across. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Across. Across. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Walk across. Yeah, it's we're not talking past tense. <laughs> it would make sense. Okay, so um, we see Jax there. I guess the ice cauterized the wounds, and they're trying to heal him up. That's pretty much it. That's great. The yep. ice cauter- cauterized the wounds in his arms. How about the fact that he, <laughs> he fell a hundred feet, bounced off? Well, I think that's where all, where the healing really is needed. <laughs> that's what they were kind of getting at yeah, there. So but. the we felt the ice cauterized the wounds in his arms, but the blunt force of the hundred foot fall actually killed him. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, that makes some sense. You know what's crazy? This the guy who played Jax mm-hmm. played. Um, Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. That's who he was. I was trying to fit. Yeah, not Jimmy Olsen. Definitely not the Jimmy Olsen that I would ever expect. I, I would. I think it was a. He's a good actor. Yeah, but he. But Jimmy Olsen is a scrawny white redhead. Depends on which Earth we're talking about, though. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't care if it's Earth sixteen, Earth one, Earth ten. No, it doesn't matter. Jimmy Olsen is a scrawny, nerdy redhead from Metropolis. Not a jacked, (laughs) six foot tall (laughs) black dude with an attitude. And he's even bigger. In this movie, well, of course he is. That much makes <laughs> like, sense. I do, I sat there. And I'm like, I'm looking at him, going, he looks so familiar. I looked him up, and I'm like, he's thinner mm-hmm. in Supergirl. I mean, he's also five, six years younger, mm-hmm. but they just bulked him up. Well, for same this with movie. same with what's his face, uh, um, John Diggle in Arrow. When yeah. he was when he was in stuff years before Arrow, he was just a little scrawny dude. Like yeah. he was not, he was not big at all. I remember him from Dexter, and he was like totally helpless in that show. Yeah, I mean, literally. Um, but anyway, it's just it's interesting when you see people that aren't like huge in their transformation. I mean, for even more exa- more of an example of that is um, Chris Pratt. 
You know, he used to be a chunky dude. He was, he was a chunky. He was, yeah. They, what they call him? They said doughy. They called him. They called <laughs> doughy. him doughy. He he was doughy when he was in um, Parks and Rec, right? Is it Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yeah. And then they went from that, and then he like he went on a on a whatever regiment and trained himself up, and then you see him in Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's why they had that scene where they showed him with his shirt off and the steam and everything, of course. just just to show off. And he was just like, dude, this is the best way to show off my new bod, <laughs> like. Good for you, man. Good for you. It gives me hope, you know? I mean, but the thing is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think my favorite meme, here we go. Oh, God. Is, remember the scene in, uh, <laughs> in um, was it Infinity War when he's just like, he's trying to copy me. That whole scene back and forth. And so we see Thor now. And um, it was, a, it was the, the image of. Oh, when they're, when they're finally flying off at the end. No, 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 no. When he when they first meet, so it was right after Ragnarok, and he gets picked up by them, and they're like, "Oh, the God Man! The God Man said it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like looks like his body was sculpted by. You. Get your hands off him! Yeah, no, but that whole scene. So it shows a picture. When of, he lowers his voice. Yeah, and he's talking with a deep. You voice. are not taking our pod today, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> why are you talking like that? Talking like what? This is how I always talk. <laughs> but. Um, no, but there's a scene there. It, show, it shows images of Chris Pratt, like, in a bathing suit, like, all doughy, as they put it. And then it shows a picture of uh, of Thor, Fat Thor, and it shows him again. He's trying to copy me. <laughs> Although, a picture of Chris Pratt coming out of the, coming out of the ocean. Yeah. With his bathing suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just, it was really, it was a, I don't know, it was one of my favorite And you see, things. what's his name in the background? <laughs> I've been here for the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm moving very slowly. We can see you. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the Invisible Man. Anyway, um, so Raiden shows, uh, or Raiden's there. He's sitting, he's like, this is what I have to work with. Like, literally, that's what he says. This is what I have, what you brought me to work with. And he tells them who they are without... It, he, and he rips on them. 100%. He rips on them completely. And, and then, then he shocks Kano. Well, he's just... <laughs> he's just like... What about me, Gandalf or whatever? <laughs> and he just like he empire. Like, he 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 totally used the emperor force on him oh, and totally, just shocked him. Totally, he's just like you're arrogant. You know you don't care. Whatever. And he gets and as he explains his whole thing. And he's like gets up like nothing. He's like, what I miss? <laughs> well, he bounces off the top of the cave. <laughs> he doesn't just get shocked. He just gets launched, launched. to the top of the cave yep. and then falls. Oh jeez. So at this point, enter Sub Zero, and they have this fire and ice battle, basically between him and Liu Kang, and then Kung Lao shows up. Okay, now I don't really, I, for some reason, it's been a long time. I don't remember Kung Lao, like right off the bat. I'm like, I remember some of the basics, but Kung Lao, I'm like, was he a big deal? But they made him a pretty big deal in this. Yeah. And it, and it, and honestly, I see why he was pretty awesome. Well, in his brother, his this one is his cousin his cousin right it was Lou was his brother in the in the original yeah who doesn't do anything right is this the scene where when he uses his fire powers that the dragon comes out not at all no that's later on way okay. later on that's, that's, like, that's around, like the yeah. end um but yeah so we see Kung Lao shows up and then Shang Tsung shows up with Melina okay so now we got Sub-Zero Shang Tsung Melina Liu Kang Kung Lao and then the whole gang we're all here and Raiden shows up, starts yelling at him. He's like, dude, we're going to have to have a battle. 
you know, I'm, I'm just going to make it all like, <laughs> um, straightforward, but he's like, we're going to, ha- we're going to have this tournament. He goes, no, we're not having a tournament. He's like, well, you can't like fight right now. He's like, there's no rules saying we can't fight before the tournament. So we're just going to take you guys out now. He's like, no, that's not how this is working. <laughs> Puts up his force field. He's like, get out of here. And that's pretty much it. So they start talking about, um, they're explaining these, the arcana is a gift that the, that the marking gives them. It's basically what gives them powers. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. So the whole point now is like they have to go ahead and train to learn what their arcana is. And it reminds me of, remember in, in well, you probably, maybe, in, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, they were trying to find their animality. Yeah. And then Luke Kang turned into like a wolf or something like that. <laughs> no, there was wolf. Luke Kang turned into like a fox. I don't know. Something, <laughs> something goofy. <laughs> um... But, yeah, like, that was the whole thing. Like, find your animality. Um, but here, it's about the arcana. So you have some kind of power that you get that you're kind of born with, and you get it if you're a chosen person, you can pull it out. So as they're walking in there to start training, <laughs> um, they're like, oh, sorry, miss, you can't come in here. This is only for, you know, the training air is only for chosen ones. You know, anybody who comes in who's not a chosen one, doesn't have a mark, is a liability. <laughs> And again, Kano's best line, <laughs> friggin' whoops. <laughs> like, he's just, I love how he just, he never stops ripping on how she doesn't have a marking and she's totally jealous. Well, I love how they, they kept it where he can't stand her and she can't stand him. Oh yeah, it never, it never changed. That and it was perfect. It was always perfect. been there. It was so good, but you know we see that. So she goes off while they're starting their training and you see Jax with his tiny little metal arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like, what? Like, doesn't fit. What are they doing here? And it looked horrible. It, it looked, looked, it looked like, like Terminator 2's, like the, yeah, like, the, like his arms. But, but like, but, the more, robot. but more fragile. <laughs> like, they yeah. looked like, they looked like they were made, you know, here in my basement, you know, like with old metal, just like here. I, I kind of, I learned how to, how to be a blacksmith yesterday. You couldn't even pick things up with them. No. <laughs> so he's going, th- he's just sitting there like talking about his little metal arms. Oh, I'm alive. Good to see you. Okay, I'm not dead. My little Whatever. metal arms. <laughs> with my tiny little arms. And they have their training montage. Not a goofy montage like, you know, with you're the best around or anything goofy with like a song. It was more just like, okay, training montage. We're going to fight. We're going to learn. We're going to train. Here's how it's going to go. Uh, you find out that Luke Kang killed a guy who was like a trial, child trafficker, and that's how he got the marking. Okay. So he, he took some guy out because he explained that he was an orphan once, and he saw this guy who was trying to exploit orphans. So that's why he did it. And then whatever. So I, I think, were they having that? Fu- oh, yeah. Was she training him? No, not yet, I guess. I guess that happened at one point. Um I skipped over because it, it wasn't a huge scene, but the whole point was uh, Jax was just, like, not having it. Like, these arms were useless. They were tiny. He's, like, trying to, like, punch something with them, and he can't. He's like, these are not me. I can't do it. Right. And she's like, straighten up. Get get your stuff together. You know, get up, soldier. You know? But anyway, they go through that. Then they're all sitting down having dinner. And this is the best scene in the whole movie. They, so you know they're doing it on purpose to him too. Oh yeah, and, I, and right off the bat, I was like, "This is great." So we we sit there, and Jax comes in, and Kano's like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> what's up with the arms? Did they make those in men's sizes?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then that's when you start getting Kung, uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang just ripping on Kano. And I think, <laughs> and it's it's funny because Kung Lao is like clearly like not afraid of him. Liu Kang is is more more docile in a sense, or he's more like you know, hey, whatever. He's bring the diplomatic, peace, bring the but he calls him a. A, a furry he, little bunny. He says to him, you're like an aggressive little bunny, soft and useless. <laughs> <laughs> so when he said that, I'm like, and this he is says amazing. It with, he says it with this straight face. Yeah. Like, it's just a, a matter of fact. Yeah. Basically, you're, you're a little bunny. <laughs> a soft little bunny. You're useless. Yeah. And he, you can just see Kano... Oh, rage, raging. And he, it, but but he was the his response through most of it is like, "Are you guys serious right now? Do you not think I'm gonna like like straight up like kill you right now? Like, what are you doing? Like, why do you think it's okay to push my buttons?" Type thing. Like, he's just shocked that they're saying what they're saying. He's not getting like outwardly aggressive. He's more just like, "What? Like, wait, am I registering what you guys are doing right now? Because right. this is ridiculous." And he just, like, flips out. Next thing you know, a laser beam shoots out of his eye. And he's like, oh, laser beams! Well, the laser beam comes out of his eye, and then Kung, Kung Lao... Kung Lao sh- uh, bounces um, it off with his helmet. With Captain America's shield <laughs> yeah. for a helmet. Yep. yep. <laughs> this thing's massive. <laughs> and it bounces off across... It does a ricochet around the whole cave. Yeah. And he's like, did you effing see that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's way, that's way cooler than fireballs. <laughs> but it's weird because it's just, it's just one eye. Oh yeah. Well, <clears throat> it, it, it's one eye. But I'm, I'm wondering why. Like, I like the fact that he got all clawed up from, from reptile on that side. So it, it kind of oh, yeah. matches up. Like that's okay. That's the messed up side, but that's the powerful side. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I get that. Um, and that's funny too because if you go back to the beginning when he gets all his face all scarred up, he's like. You really can't notice it, anyways. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was just being facetious at that point. I'm pretty sure but, he was too. But it was because it's. I mean, you can see the scar on his eye. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we we find out here that Cole is Hanzo's descendant, which we kind of got. I mean, at first I didn't realize how long, how many years ago it was that they switched, but it made sense. I'm like, okay, well, four hundred, four hundred years, four hundred. Well, there years. we go. So yeah, he's the descendant of Hanzo, uh, not Hatori Hanzo, because that is Kill Bill. Um, but anyway, and there was oh yeah, and Hanzo's in the Nether Realm, which is basically like the furthest reaches of hell. Right. Okay. Um. And they explain at that point, what's his face? Um, Raiden. Raiden's just like, you know what? I thought I was hoping that the power would still continue down your bloodline, but I guess not. Why don't you just go home and be with your family? So he sends him home to his family in a portal. And, you know, that's there we go. Bye, Cole. So right around that time, we start seeing uh, Natara, which I, I think it's hilarious and I, I, right off the bat, when I first saw it, I'm just like, he's, uh, Shang Tsung is like, has like this obsession with like, look how beautiful Natara is. My angel, my beauty. She's so perfect. So great. He's like, yeah. And then you got Cabal who shows up and his accent is like reminiscent of like Raphael from the first like Ninja Turtles movie. And I love it. He goes, oh yeah, look at this guy. Real scumbag. You'll love him. Like he's straight he's, from New York. Yeah. It's, it's straight from New York. It's not what you expected Cabal to sound like, but who, I think it was perfect. 
Who played him? Nobody huge. He's a voice actor. Really? Yeah, I was like, I thought like with a voice like that, you'd think it would be somebody like, oh man, who is that? Like, no, because because you're right. It does. It reminds me of even even in TMNT. Yeah, the voice for Raphael. Yeah, it's just the way that he was doing. It was just like straight up like New York. I love that they went that direction because it wasn't expected, but it was great. Because it, it was he was human. Yeah. So. You get that. You got uh, Natara, Cabal, and General Reiko, right? And they start talking about Prince Goro. Okay, we got to get Prince Goro out there, who's, who's basically the Incredible Hulk with a ponytail and, ex- and two extra arms. That He even looks like him. There's not much of a difference in them. He does the same <gasps> thing. I'm like, oh, total, eh, whatever. I mean, what else are you going to do at this point? The technology is the same. They didn't use, like... You know, puppetry and stuff like they did with the one back in the other movie. Right. Which I didn't think looked bad for back then. It was pretty cool. You know who they... Looking at it, too, you know who they didn't bring into this... Unless they're going to do it next movie. was uh, Princess... Uh, Katana. Katana. Oh, yeah, I know. No, there's a lot that they didn't bring in. Because she was a... Smoke, Shiva... Otaro, there's a whole bunch. Well, they they weren't in the first one. Well, no, but they were they, all in Annihilation. Right, right. But she was a main big character she in was. the first one. And I'm yeah. surprised they didn't bring her into this. Well, one. I think they're gonna bring it into it now that Kung Lao's gone. That if they're gonna go further with it, then they have to bring in Katana. So, anyway. Um. Oh yeah, so this is where Cabal's like, oh yeah, I got a guy down there. His name is Kano. He's a real scumbag. You'll love him. He's like, like, we'll get him on his side when we'll, we'll get this to work. So he goes down there. Cabal has a conversation with him. He's like, hey, how are you doing, Cabal? Like, basically the reason why he said, he's like, that's the reason I'm in an iron lung now is because of what Kano did to me. Okay, so there's a there's an issue there, but he's also just like, eh. I wonder who it was. Who, who he was? I don't know. We'll see. I guess maybe. I hope we do. I hope we get to see it's one way or another. But, um... Basically, he's just talking. He's like, you know, come fight with us on our side, and you'll have more money than you know what to do with. So Kano's like, okay, like, cool, yeah, sure, let's do that. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. He's all about himself. So he goes ahead and takes out, takes down the shield, the force field, and and everybody comes. So we get to this point where um, Cole starts fighting Goro. Okay, because Goro shows up. And, you know, his family's inside. Then they come out there, too, and they're watching him just have this fight with Goro. You've got Jax versus General Reiko with his hammer. Um, Luke, uh, yeah, Lu Kang versus Cabal. Sonya versus Melina. Um, and, you know, they're, so you, you're, we're getting these little matchups, but not an official tournament or right. anything. But they're fighting each other. And at one point, as Sonya's fighting Melina, she goes, oh... This is not the blood of a chosen one. Your death has no worth. Huh. <laughs> so she just like, see you later. Bye. And then Kano shows up. So now she's fighting Kano. Um, you get Kung Lao against Shang Tsung. No. Shang Tsung, they're not going to fight. He sh- he sends down Natara. His beauty, again, goes off. And it's like, here comes my beauty. This and part was This part awesome. was amazing. Unexpected still, though. But... I mean, I even the second time watching it, like expecting it, I'm like, okay, there was a little bit more time, but she's flying. You never see him. You never see her, really. They never actually get into like a fight fight. There was then, no fight. No, it wasn't anything like that. So she comes down. She swoops in. He jumps up 
rides on her back like he stands he stands on her back like like he's surfing like windsurfing her yeah go ahead throws his hat into the ground and it spins like a saw blade (laughs) he just rides her rides her right through it it goes it literally cuts her body in half from the head all the the way down down and then he says it flawless Flawless victory victory. Uh. i'm like (laughs) well it was that was like the most ridiculous thing we've seen this movie and we're like whoa that's a flawless victory like wow no no, i didn't hear it i remember but they never used the word fatality um or did they i think because you had kano wins kano wins i thought they did i thought shang sung said it once at one point or the did you get yes yeah, yes. Yeah, I think later on. Because I mean, because you have to use the all the one-liners from the game, right? If you don't like flawless victory, finish him. Yeah. No, we got a fatality later on. Fatality. Fatality. Yeah. So we go back over at this point. Like Shang Tsung is just not amused. He's like upset, but he's not like freaking out. He's more just like, oh my god, like, okay. Did that, that just happen? Like he's he's as shocked as we are. He's like, that was pretty good. Like not like good for you, man. But like oh. I was, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I I was not expecting to see her get literally sawed in half. Not at all. I expected some kind of fight, <sighs> something to happen. But he just like again, like you said, flawless victory. She didn't lay a finger on him. He jumped up and rode her through a saw. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and then he picks his hat up and. <laughs> around he makes that like that noise as he yeah that, and he and he says it as he's putting his hat on he's like flawless victory yeah that was nice. like yes <laughs> so cole's over there fighting goro again and cole's wife jumps up and she um grabs an axe and just slams it right into goro's side so, it does nothing really. No. So what that? Well, I mean, it does something. He, she just stabbed an axe through his stomach. I don't care how tough you think you are. That axe, the head of the axe, went into his side, and he got pretty upset about that. He wasn't just like get out of here because he actually let go of Cole and chased them as they ran to the car. He goes over and starts Hulk smashing the truck, yeah. literally Hulk smashing the truck, and then they, that was the thing too. Is they actually made him look like. Right. A newer version of the Hulk yep. with forearms. Right. Yep. It was just, okay, whatever. But that's when we get the Arcana, okay? So the bracelet just, like, comes out and covers his whole body, and you realize as he's fighting that it's absorbing the energy to use it again, just like the Black Panther suit. Yes. It was the exact same thing as Black Panther, and I liked it. <laughs> I was okay with them stealing it from Black Panther. I'm fine with that. But because it, it's a really cool concept, it it absorbs the energy. See, and I liked it because be... I actually liked this movie. I was not a fan of Black Panther. Yeah, I did not like Black Panther. Well, I'm not a Michael B. Jordan. He does good in some movies, but Black he ruined Black Panther. Yeah, but for Chadwick me. Boseman, man. Eh, he he's a good actor. I just didn't like Black Panther. He was, he was a great actor. I think Black Panther was great as like a supporting character in all the other like all the other movies. But having his standalone movie, I didn't... Get this man a shield. (laughs) Get this man an arm. (laughs) Get this man a coke. (laughs) So, 
Anyway, um, they have this big thing. He's fighting, and at one point, he takes this huge hit from Goro. The, the, the huge hit we saw from the trailer of Goro, like, slow motion, like, all four arms about to come up and slam down on him. And when he takes that, he takes all that energy, and then it tur- he turns it into, like, these blades. What, what would you call that weapon? Like, nightsticks, almost. Like, yeah, they're... like, blade nightsticks. Yeah. And um, just takes Goro out, and it was, like, slice, 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 hands off, and then done. Through the eye, through the neck, like... And he could make those blades appear and disappear. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. So, I like how that all came together. It was pretty awesome. And then we kind of get back um, to see what the aftermath is from everything that was happening um, where Raiden was, right? And you see Sonya Blade kind of uh, laying She's there. stuck under a boulder. And Jack's arms... Jack's arms are like hit these little metal arms that are basically the um, the thickness of like a table fork are all twisted and bent. And he comes over there trying to lift the boulder up. And there's like bolts falling off and like everything's coming down. And he just sits there and, you know wills himself to suddenly out of nowhere they just like they go all cyborg from from justice league right and it just transforms into these jacked arms that are like you know his normal arm size but they're metal now oh cool lifts up the rock she looks up and she's like oh you've got arms that's his special power that's his that's his arcana all right so apparently (laughs) at this point raiden comes walking in now, I know Raiden can't do much, but where was he? Was he down at Payless buying shoes? Where was he this entire time? He just comes walking out like, oh, hey. Oh, he, lets, <laughs> he lets a lot of stuff happen. And he then lets everything happen. He does but he wasn't the, even there, like, watching. In the original, he does the same thing and yeah, then just I, I, shows yeah. up. But he does because then he just, he kicks what's-his-name out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but anyway, so... He comes in, opens the door for Cole to return, and that's when we see Kung Lao jump over there, and then he gets his soul sucked out. And as that's happening, you know, they all run, and then knock him out, come back, you'll get him, whatever, and then they all get pulled into the void. So they're having a little gathering there with the void, or in the void. And, um, <clears throat> what was that? Oh, yeah, use the blade... And the spirit of Hanzo fights with you. So he gets he gets that spade from uh, from Raiden. Gives it to him. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is my great, 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 great grandfather. Okay, cool. 400 years ago. So, um, but then they start coming up with the plan. Now, what I thought was cool here was it, sh- it was trying to show a little bit more character development in Cole. Where he was a good fighter, but he wasn't a great fighter because he didn't have strategy. He wasn't really focused, but here he's like, okay, we need to come up with a plan. Here's how we're going to do it. Again, it kind of comes down to lazy writing where we never saw why he got there. It was more like he got his arcana, his arcana and then, okay, now he's... Amazing. Now everything is, is great. Okay. Um, but the whole point is like, let's split them up and let's actually have a tournament. They don't want a tournament. We're going to give them a tournament anyway. So here's where they do get a tournament. It's not like an official tournament. Right. But... I love how they did it, and it was really cool because if you play the video games, you're always in a different world, and you're fighting somebody. Okay, next. So they had these tournaments, in a sense. They were all going at the same time. Right. So, mm. And they were all going on in different settings. And Raiden was sending everybody there. He's like, you can send anybody 
anywhere at any point, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, cool. So let's do that. Let's give them an actual tournament. So I that's how they did it, and I like that. It wasn't just like I said, not two men enter, one man leave, you know, in the right. Thunderdome type thing. It was like different places. Okay, so this way it's happening at the same time. They can fit it all into one movie and not have to cut out any of it. Right. So it worked out well. Um, but so here's what we got for matchups. So I'm not going to go in order, but basically just saying we've got Jax versus Reiko and that ends with, you know, they have their fight back and forth and Jax just lifts his arms back out and does this like head crush <laughs> and just like totally smashes Reiko's head. And he's gone. He goes, yeah, these will work. <laughs> um, there's that. We got Sonya versus Kano. In the trailer, and this scene just looked like Kill Bill to me. But I think it was was it Kill Bill Volume Two, where uh, where the main character is having that fight with Daryl Hannah's character, and then she like gouges her other eye out, and she's like freaking out in the in the trailer. Ah! Yeah, this that's what this scene reminded me of. Right. The two of them fighting in a trailer. Um, she pretends to hide her. She threw what's it iodine? She threw something at his eye, and it burned out his his laser beam. Yeah. I thought yeah, it said I, iodine. It might have been. I'm like trying to think iodine. Would that do it? Iodine? Iodine. Okay. I don't know. But <laughs> whatever. She did that. Well, they they're go, back at her house. They're Yeah, they're back in the trailer. Right. And the end of that fight ends up being them go back and forth. They get thrown outside. And then the lawn gnome that we didn't touch upon that he hawked a loogie onto earlier. <laughs> I love was, the face. Which was funny. Because he's sitting there and he's like... <laughs> He's got his mouth open, and he's just like, ooh, <laughs> holding this big loogie. Well, as he's out there, she takes the lawn gnome, and with the pointy, the point of his head, just shoves it right into his eye. And that, there we go. Then she looks down, she gets the marking, she laughs about it, like, oh, that's all I wanted was this. So I guess her story's over. All right. Um, so then after that, we've got uh, Liu Kang versus Cabal. Now cool fight they go back and forth you realize cabal's got some pretty cool moves yep. all right pretty awesome and it gets down to a point where Liu kang like kicks him into this pit which you could only assume was like oil or something well i thought it was rocks it was i thought it was like ro rocks and oil yeah like quick it seemed like it seemed like it was flammable so anyway he comes over there throws down this fire thing and you get this giant fire dragon which is Happens to be the shape of the same dragon on their arms. Exactly. Right. Which comes down, and this takes him out. I'm pretty sure that's where we got fatality. Either that or I just wrote fatality. I, 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 I thought it was amazing. It might have been. Because he does die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's I love done. how each character says it. Oh, yeah. It's like, fatality. Yeah. So we've got um, that. We've got Cole versus Melina at this point. And he can't quite take out Melina. I mean, he just took out Goro, but Melina's too hard for him. Why? Because she's got a lot of teeth? And she can transport, and he's just not quick enough to get her? Anyway, Sonya shows up and has some weird beams that come out of her arms. They're purple, and they're pretty cool. But yeah. the way... It, like, bored a hole through Melina's abdomen, Yeah, her stomach, mm -hmm. but left her spine intact. In the middle. Yeah, it was there. Yep. It was weird. Yeah, but, but anyway, that's the end of Melina. 
Done. <laughs> yep, over and done. Okay. And the whole point at this point uh, here was the plan was that they were all going to go get Sub-Zero. But, you know, and they were all going to fight together. That's not what they had in not mind. That's what happened. Not what happened. So Sub-Zero shows up um, and basically kidnaps Cole's family. He pops up and shows him. He's got his daughter's bracelet. He freezes it, crumples it up, and then takes off. And that's where Cole jumps through the portal he was going through, shows up, and we see that he's in, you know, his old boxing gym. Yeah. And it's like an ice cave. I thought it was I thought oh. it was cool that they brought it back around. Full to circle. There. Exactly. Yeah. So he's there. Um and all right, so we're at the frozen gym and they're having their fight back and forth. We see the the family's frozen, stuck to the wall. They're not dead. They're just frozen there. You know, just a way to get him there. And at one point, he pulls, he's fighting, and he pulls out the spade and starts fighting with the spade, which turns against him. He's holding it in his hand. His blood gets out and onto the spade, and out comes... Well, you see his hand kind of <clears throat> on fire first. Yeah. Right. And then Scorpion comes out. And you see, but, but the way he comes out is just epic because it's gone, and then it pulls back, and then all you hear is, Get over here! The only three English words that he knows in the <laughs> <laughs> And it's just epic when he shows up. I was like I was in the theater going, Yeah Like What's I was crazy, just... again, if you watch it in the original, Scorpion is a bad guy. Right. In this one he's not. Right. But they do what... it they do it they do say Shang Sun does say in the original they are mortal enemies. Right. But they are on the same side. Right. So they they still show they're mortal enemies, but Scorpion is obviously a good guy in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why he was in hell. So I think it was just a matter of, like, this was just a means to an end to, to Bihan there. So I don't think he's necessarily a good guy. I'm saying he's on their side. He's on their side at the moment because they're against, you know, the enemy is of my enemy is my friend type That's thing. That's his bloodline, though. He says, take care of my bloodline at the end. Right. So he's not going to kill him. Well, that, too. He's not a... Whatever. Doesn't I mean, mean he's a even, good guy. <laughs> even in the beginning of the movie, he was still considered, he wasn't a bad guy. He we was don't a, know. He was a family man. Yeah, but we don't know what his history was and whatever. The thing is, he, it's did, obvious he didn't that know Bihan Jesus. Is the, he didn't know Jesus. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> obvious that Bihan is the bad guy. And Scorpion, not so much compared to Bihan. I know, I know. But this fight scene, though. Oh, it was amazing. <sighs> Especially when when the two of them teamed up. So we get this this face this face off between them, and it's just it gets great. You get to get over here, you know. Remember this face. I'm now Scorpion. At one point, I love how he says it too with his Japanese accent. Uh, I'm a Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes up, and at one point, I thought it was really cool. I caught it this time, and not so much the first time, but um, so Scorpion's blood comes out. And Sub Zero turns his blood into a dagger. Yeah, it stabs him with his own blood. It's and in I'm the like, preview. Yeah, and, but the I'm like, how cool is that though? Um, so he's got this blood dagger. Okay, so he's fighting him, and Cole is trying to punch out his frozen family, which he can't because his hands hurt, so he can't punch. <laughs> so he's like using his his elbows to punch. <laughs> um, and then that's when we get, like, Cole and Hanzo versus Sub-Zero because he kept on trying to go back and forth and, like, fight Sub-Zero, punch out his family, fight Sub-Zero, punch out his family. 
Um, so we got Cole and Hanzo back to back fighting him off. And it was just like, once that happened, like Sub-Zero was just like down. Like he could not compete with the two of them. And it was awesome. And then we get this awesome ending, which was perfect. And from the video games too, right? Well, didn't he like rip off his face and it was like a skull and he, and he That's breathes from the, from, from the, from the original game from the movie. But it was just really bad because he actually tries to, in the original movie, he's fighting Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Johnny Cage has this shield that's like, it almost looks like Splinter's helmet on a shield. And he takes his helmet. Splinter's helmet? Splinter. Shredder's Shredder. helmet. Oh, Shredder's okay. helmet. Like, when did Splinter helmet? wear a it's helmet? It's like a saw blade. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's like a giant saw blade. And he takes it off, and it's the cheesy 90s skull. Right. And he breathes fire on him. And then Johnny Cage actually attacks with the shield, and out comes this, like, lava from hell. It's his blood, and it just burns him up. Mm-hmm. But but he does. He, he, he breathes fire out of his mouth, right. which he does in this one, which too. Which he does again, yeah. But, but I he's think not they, a did skull that, they did that in the video though. game, though, too, remember? Yeah. If you if you did the if you did the special the, ending, yeah, 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 that was so cool. But his face doesn't turn into a skull here. You just his mouth just right detaches, oh, detaches, and, and out the, um, comes the fire, which I thought was great. I mean, the skull would have been ridiculous, but but did you know how? Because in the original, Liu Kang kills Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. Do you know how he kills Sub Zero? I don't recall. So Sub Zero is doing his. He has his like, his like he's standing like with his hands in a Y, and he's bringing everything in. Yeah. And all of a sudden this snow globe effect starts to happen and mm-hmm. it's expanding. <coughs> and Princess Katana's like tells him that he needs to use the 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 elixir or something that brings life. Mm-hmm. And he sees this old bucket with water and he spins <laughs> it and he throws it and the water turns into this giant icicle spike and it impales Sub Zero, <laughs> and then Sub Zero freezes and dies. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that was the original. Was the After original. they fought, this one was so much better. Oh, this was so cool. So I mean, and then you get this whole thing where as he's fighting, um, yeah, I don't have it. I didn't write it down, but he basically says, "Yeah, I tried to. I was hoping that the fires of hell would burn me up, but instead, I learned how to harness them." And he went ahead and just took him out completely. Well, first he up. says, do you remember this face? Well, yeah, he said that earlier. Right. Um, and then he fries him. Fries him, completely fries him. It's like, oh, okay, so he's got fire too. But he fried him so much that even Mr. Icicle Man, Mr. Uh, Snow Miser, couldn't handle it. And he went down. And they're like, okay. And he's burnt to a crust. Oh, yeah, just totally toasted. That's that. So we pretty much get, you know, the, the whole concept here is... Uh, I love that they kept that fight scene, for the most part, out of the trailer. They yeah. showed one or two little quick snippets from it. Yeah. But they kept the ultimate fight scene out, and they left the... I think the entire theater went in an uproar with the, get over here. Well, It's the most iconic... I'm pretty sure they did that in the trailer, though. They didn't. I, I think they did. Because it's the most iconic... I mean, well, because it's in the video game. Well, next, it's actually but, a soundbite in the video game. Right, That's the, what makes it so cool. The, the, the get over here, the fatality, the finish him. Mm-hmm. 
they're all from the video game, but the get over here is the most iconic one next to finish him. Yep. Yep. Well, so Shang Tsung did say at one point when they all showed up, he goes, finish them. So we got that too from Shang Tsung. Yeah, he says finish him too. Yeah. Um, and then you see him see, you see Scorpion see Cole's family all frozen. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see a flashback. Yeah, of to his family and all that 1600 stuff. Japan. And you see his family frozen. Yep. And all of a sudden you, he realizes, truly realizes that he's his bloodline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, says, you know, take care of my bloodline. Who one freezes it? Was it Liu Kang or was it him? Because they can both kind of shoot fire. Yeah, no, it was he did it. He did some kind of fire thing on the ground and thought himself out, and then it woke it woke them up. Right. Yeah, that was him. Um, but anyway, he heads out, and then we kind of get this thing from Raiden, which is basically like this isn't over yet, you know. So we need to assemble assemble a whole new list of champions. So let's get them together. And this is where he kicks what uh Shang Tsung out because oh, he yeah. comes in yep and he just fire bolts him uh, uh, lightning, lightning bolts, bolts him, him right out. out yeah and then all of a sudden you see it pans over to a picture of Johnny Cage yeah well they kind of explain there it's like there's a Johnny Cage teaser going on and what people are saying it's going to be the Miz so that'll be interesting and then we get we finally get the Mortal Kombat theme you know a, a variation of it here just, just the music just, yeah just to just to kind of give us the end credits and I'm like uh, okay. But you don't hear that. You don't ever hear the Mortal Kombat. No, I think a lot of people were just maybe people just thought it was going to be too corny to have that. But uh, it it's very been, '90s. That's why it would have been perfect. I mean, it should. I think it should have been more like, um, you know, CNC Music Factory. I've got the power. No, should have been. <laughs> no. Do, 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 do. I mean, just bring back the '90s all together at this point. I have right? to drastically and. Wholeheartedly disagree with you on that one. <laughs> no, no. You sure? A hundred percent. I, I've, I've heard you singing that song in the car. No, you haven't. Oh yes, I have. I've got videos. No, you don't. Mm. I would never do that. Okay. Ask Luke. I think "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go" would have hit way better. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so overall, I mean, my thoughts on the movie are, again, it was just nothing that I was, like, super excited to go to watch, um, but I was definitely very surprised with how it went, and I was I was, I was, was satisfied with it. Yeah, I was um, excited to see it, and I thought they did a really good job. Usually when they do a remake of a movie, it's hit or miss, mm-hmm. and this one was a hit. Right. Except for the beginning with Cole. Yeah, his acting does get better towards the end of the movie mm. uh, when he stops talking and does more fighting. Well, yeah, it's just a matter of <laughs> as long as you don't speak, we're good. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was well put together. I'm interested in seeing where they go with it, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know they make this a big thing. I mean, I don't think it's going to go as as you know to like Fast and Furious twenty, you know, you know whatever whatever they're up to at this point, which. I don't know. We saw that trailer for the new Fast and Furious movie. I'm like, why? I watched this, this the ori- went from street racing. You know what's funny? I watched like the or- spaceship. Yeah, I went. I watched <laughs> the original Fast and the Furious the other night, and I'm like, and then you see it now. How did they get from there 
He's a common street racer thief to now he is saving the world. Yeah, well. It's like, I don't know. Fast and the Furious meets Mission Impossible meets who knows. It's just such a, oh, they've ruined it. When did Fast and Furious come out? Like 20 years ago? 90. No. Yeah. 90? 90? Then over 20 years ago? I think something like that. That's crazy. But anyway. I could be, it could be late 90s, early. I thought I was going to say early 2000s. So it's probably at least 20 years at this point. Um, Because I was in high school. I had to be in high school when that first one came out, or maybe a little bit younger. Oh, one. Oh, one, yeah. So yeah, 20 years ago to the year. So. Anyway, definitely, uh, I'm I'm excited to see where they're gonna go with it, how they're gonna go some with it. It's, we know it's gonna be better than Annihilation, no matter what they do today. It's gonna be better than Annihilation. Um, so, yeah, that we was shall just such see. a. It, it it's such a bad movie, right? Well, when when Mortal Kombat first came, out, I remember when it first came out. Oh no, that makes perfect sense. It came out around the it came out the same year as Dumb and Dumber. I remember that because I remember I was watching Dumb and Dumber in one room while somebody else was mo- watching Mortal Kombat in the other because they just came out. We, like, rented them from Blockbuster, and they're like, oh, you can't watch this. And I'm like, fine, then I'll watch Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> See, the thing is, is Mortal Kombat, the original, the graphics weren't the best. But they weren't bad for the time. I mean, no. they weren't, They just, it didn't stand the test of time is the thing. No, but um, at the same time, the storyline was so completely different. Mm-hmm. Nobody else thought of, like, oh, we're going to have these two worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, one's called Outworld, and just, but then when you get into Annihilation, it was just so bad. Oh yeah, it, like it, the way they like they had those balls that they were like they trans, were, like rolling around in rolling like hamster tra- balls. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so bad, balls. so bad. Yeah, that was odd, and just like the the over ridiculous techno that was throughout that movie. They did a lot of that in the original too. Yeah, but it fit. It fit. This was like actual. It, other other songs that weren't part of the the normal theme, it was strange. It was so bad. And then what's his name with the the big yellow? When yeah, when Jax comes back and his arms are like yellow, <laughs> mechanical is so bad. I don't remember that. Oh man, uh, it was like bumblebee arms. Oh really? It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. So no, I remember Jax from the video games, but oh man, I I got a couple. I think I've got Deception for PS2. We should play that sometime here on the big screen. Anyway, well, it's been uh, it's been fun. Uh, it's been real. We are going to, but has it been real fun? Not really. Okay. No, it has. Um, but now I was glad to actually do a, another movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we. I do wish Luke was here. Um, brother, you're missed. Big time. Um, this was your birthday present. Um, but hey. You know what? I loved the movie. I'm happy they did it. It's one that I would watch again and again. Mm. You know, not in the same week, but I, it wouldn't be just a one a one and done. I would watch this one multiple times coming in the future. Mm-hmm. So it was worth it. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. Well, we will bid you all adieu. And farewell. And farewell. Well, good night, everybody. Have a great one.